Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Well, thank you so much for that introduction, Carl, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun. Today is, of course, the best day of the week because it's Friday, and on Friday, I get to touch people's hearts in a positive way and hoping that I cause a ripple effect and you also reach out and touch somebody's heart in a positive way. So today we have a good friend, guest of mine here today. I call her a good friend because I already know her two kids. <laughs> and so uh, both of her sons have been on our episode in season two. Very grateful that I had an opportunity to meet Kelly. And Kelly is an executive director of the Rural Ottawa South Support Services, Ross for short, a community support services agency that serves seniors and adults with disabilities in rural Ottawa South. Kelly is a passionate advocate for the unique needs of seniors and adults with disabilities who wish to remain in their rural communities. Kelly and the staff at Ross were inspired by their day-to-day work with isolated seniors to develop a province-wide service to combat the epidemic of loneliness. In 2018, the team at Ross launched a friendly voice, a telephone line for Ontario seniors who are lonely and would benefit from speaking with a friendly, caring volunteer. The phone line has grown significantly over the last four years, especially during the pandemic, with volunteers taking thousands of calls a year from lonely and isolated seniors. Kelly is a mother of four boys and together with her husband, Robin, takes great pleasure in all the fun and chaos that comes with raising four boys. Welcome, Kelly, and happy Friends Friday. Thank you, Penny Lee. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. And you must be a very proud mom because your two boys that I got to know a little bit on the podcast were truly amazing. And really, I already mentioned, filled my heart. You know, I really believe there is hope in our next generation. So thank you for that. Wonderful to hear. I'm definitely a very proud mom for sure. Awesome. We are here to talk about the third C for success, which is community. And I often talk at Graduate Thrivers and base all of our training and coaching on the fact that you need these four C's in order to truly be successful. So the first one is commit, commit to an idea, commit to yourself, follow through on the things you say you're going to do. The second C is then, of course, we have to talk about it and communicate it effectively to the right community. And then of course, find ways to collaborate so that you can expand even further for greater success. So we're going to talk about community today. And I would really love to hear your thoughts on the value of community and engaging in the community. Well, I have to say, I've had such an incredible experience over the last four years working for a local-based community resource center that is able to help seniors. I don't think I gave as much thought to the role of community and supporting others and supporting the most vulnerable until I started working at Ross. And through that time, I really was able to see what a critical role community plays 
in health and wellness, in um, creating an infrastructure where everyone can thrive. And so uh, through that, I've realized that it is really important. Community is essential for many reasons. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, at Graduate, I talk about Graduate Thrivers. It's spelled G-R-A-D capital U-I-T because you are always bigger than it, whatever that it could be. We often talk about tips and tools to thrive in life and not just focus on getting by or surviving. You know, you want to do more than just survive. You want to be able to thrive in life. And the nice thing is that it led me to research Thrive the Blue Zone Way, which was a National Geographic project that Dan Bootner took on. And he traveled the world to five major communities that have the most centenarians and the common denominators between uh, those five communities. And one of the key factors is that they often have seniors interacting with the next generation and the seniors feel valued. And I just loved that concept. And so trying to teach people here on the podcast, the importance of being able to thrive in life and be engaged in their own little community that they live in or engage in communities of common interest. But I also think that our seniors are not getting the attention that they deserve because they have an abundance and wealth of knowledge and wisdom. So tell me a little bit about that and how you you're able to help the seniors. Yeah, so um, you mentioned in the introduction, there's definitely right now an epidemic of loneliness and isolation. It's it's a huge issue in Canada and throughout the world, and it particularly uh, is difficult for seniors, anyone over 65 who many feel isolated, don't have day-to-day connection, um, don't have family members that live close by, so they're they're lonely and we see the impact of loneliness and isolation on health and well-being. Um, people that that don't have connection are more likely to develop dementia at an earlier age, are more likely to develop diabetes, other health-related issues. So connection, as you mentioned, is such a critical part of healthy aging. So Absolutely. when you don't have that component, then you don't have the fundamental factors that contribute to um, aging well. So when we think about what role does community play in all of this? Well, we have a role to play in ensuring that our older adults have that capacity to connect and to to be part of a larger community. And that's becoming more and more difficult in this day and age where as, as a society, we are becoming more and more disconnected. So that has fed to this epidemic. So what we've tried to do at Ross is really build on the principles. I think because it's in a rural community, we were able to really tap into the beauty of some of the real great values in a rural community that you check in on your neighbors, that you support each other, that you're checking to make sure that people have groceries or if the power is out, that they're okay. And some things that I think have always been ingrained in rural communities in terms of habits and and ways of life that we were able to then take to seniors and make sure that, you know, we at Ross are this local community agency that really checks in on all the seniors. And we know 
pretty much majority of our seniors in our community and we know how they're doing and we know if they're okay or if they need something. So we fill that role. And so we were able to take that to a more uh, larger scale and apply these uh, principles to um, people who live pretty much all through Ontario who don't have anyone. So through a friendly voice, they can call us at any time, any place and have that connection. And we've gotten to know pretty much uh, like all of the callers very well. Like we know each person and their peculiarities and what makes them happy. And we talk about it as a team. And so we're the friends that they call, but we too in turn check in on them. So if we do not hear from them, for a period of time, we will then check in on them as well. So, and then we connect them to resources because, you know, if there is a situation like the recent power outage where they don't have um, access to food, we'll make sure that we're able to connect into a uh, community support services that can assist them. And again, that sort of taps into our knowledge base of knowledge of what we know is out there in community resources and services. So uh, it allows us to bring those principles of community and caring to the seniors. I love it. I love it. Now, because you have an organization, Ross, that is leading this as an individual, say in a community that doesn't know anything about Ross, what is maybe one thing that somebody who is in a community that they can do to be able to engage with the seniors? Do you have Mm -hmm. any suggestion? Well, I would say, you know, definitely given the number of of callers that we get who call and say, you know, we had one caller uh, say, I am calling to let you know it's my birthday because nobody else knows. Nobody else knows that I'm really alive. And so like the, the deep and prevailing loneliness that so many are feeling right now, if there's anyone that you know and you can spend the time just to talk, to hear how they're doing, just share some time with them. That is the biggest gift, sharing your time. It's a small part of your day, but it's a huge, huge deal for them. We were talking about um, something before you and I started around, you know, just little services that end up turning into a much bigger deal because it gives an opportunity for someone who's, you know, in a senior, a senior population to to talk and to share their ideas. So, um, you know, we deliver meals on wheels and when we deliver the meal there has to be a friendly visiting component to it. So we're not just dropping the meal and going, we're bringing the meal, we're spending time, we're listening to them, we're genuinely interested in what they have to say, their life experiences, because there's such a beautiful wealth of knowledge and experience there. And everyone has such incredible stories. So investing the time to to talk and hear and value what they have to say is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think I had mentioned to you, uh, my whole, you know, it's interesting how life takes you on this journey, this path, and you don't always know where you're going to end up. But when I was in my 20s, I was an esthetician doing manicures and pedicures for seniors in retirement homes, simply because a daughter bought a, a mother or a grandmother a gift certificate. And that just 
just propelled my whole business because the the ladies talked to each other. <laughs> so it was like once a week I went in and did these uh, manicures and pedicures for these seniors. And, and when I had my kids, I'd bring the, the babies in the strollers with me and they were just, they just loved that. And they had somebody to talk to for at least an hour while I was doing the treatment. And so when I found out about your, uh, uh, friendly voice, I thought, Oh, my God, that's, that's exactly what we need. And so I'm so happy to hear that, that this is available. And obviously, we want more people to be able to know about it and reach out and, and connect with our seniors or be able to support them. And even if you're not part of a friendly voice, you can be your own friendly voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> to a senior. I wish there was a day where we did need a friendly voice that everybody felt valued and seen, but, um, you know, we can all play a role in getting there for sure. Absolutely. And I'm hoping that, that through this podcast, that at least helps inspire you to go and talk to a, an older person in your community and maybe ask them, when is your birthday? Just so that you can jot that down and make sure that you go back and wish them a happy birthday, drop a card in the mail. And you know what? I honestly believe you don't have to wait for somebody's birthday. I personally send out cards on Fridays. That's part of my Friends Friday fun. It's part of my movement. Just pick a friend you haven't talked to in a long time. Send them a card and say, you know what? I've been thinking about you and you made an impact in my life. And it doesn't matter if it was last year, five years, 10 years ago. Surprisingly enough, the people that receive them often reach out and say, you know what? This landed at the most perfect time. I had bad news. And then I got this card. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a for no reason card. It wasn't the birthday, wasn't Christmas. And I purposely did that because I wanted to find a way to be able to impact people because I don't know about you, but when I get a card in the mail, it's so it's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's absolutely. So it's very special for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So lots of fun and and uh, our you know you can take time and do that too it doesn't it doesn't cost much you can make your own card even better you can make a card and bring it to the neighbor and say hey been thinking about you thank you for all you do over the time that we've lived here it doesn't matter you could just have a little note in there and and it'll be um, a positive impact so keep that Great. in mind all right. So now uh, another thing that I created to help people have meaningful conversations, because I did find that often in my networking events, people talked about the same stuff all the time. And it was all very superficial. And I wanted to be able to find a way to get to know people. And so I created these positive attitude zone talk cards. And there's five different categories. So the pink category is about reflective thinking. And forethought is yellow. Creative thinking is green. Self-esteem and values is blue. And relationships is purple. And I often do these with my family. If somebody's celebrating a birthday, I'll get a little journal from the dollar store. And I'll have everybody pick a card and write the answer in the little notebook and give that as a birthday gift. And it's so cool reading people's 
answers to things. I also do this at networking events or anytime I actually go to a function. It's a way of getting to know your customers. Kelly, I really think that this would be a great tool for Ross, you know, for the absolutely phones. I think definitely so many ways these can be used. So, anyways, you get to answer our question for uh, this episode. How did you treat other people today and how did it make you feel? Well, I think today was actually a really good example of what we just talked about of taking that time and investing in others. You know, I was able to uh, take some time this morning and walk my youngest to school and really hear he loves to talk as you know, and hear what he has to say and, and really be there, be present And uh, because I was working from home, I was able to spend some time with my husband today as well. And, you know, we don't get a lot of time to connect. So, so certainly letting him know that I was there and fully engaged in what he had to say and what's happening in his life, I think really makes makes people feel special and feel heard again. So I think that was, you know, that's really, I think, what I tried to do and focus my energy on today, which is you know, not always that doesn't always happen because the busyness of life takes right. over. And you can't always be present. How did it make you feel? Oh, I, you know, I get an energy I find from, you know, it makes me feel alive to be able to have that, that real deep connection with the people I love, for sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it's really great to hear you talk about taking time to really listen and be present, because that is so important. I know that a lot of times in conversation, we are preparing our thoughts on how to respond to something that came up in the conversation versus actually just being present and listening fully to what the person is saying and actually reiterating to confirm that you are on the same wavelength and that you understand where the person is coming from. And you're right. It makes them feel really important because you are attentive to what they are saying. So I think that's really awesome that uh, you talked about that because that too, that's part of our communication uh, piece, but it's all good because I think they all fit together mm-hmm. anytime anyways. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's awesome. And now you get to pick a question okay. for our next episode. What color would you like? Hmm. What are my options again? You've got pink, yellow, blue, Uh, purple and green I'll go with purple seven questions in the purple category for you to choose from I'll go with five what do you like most about each person in your family so that's a really good question and Liz will get to answer that and I know she's going to be tickled because she just had a brand new grandson born perfect that's great (laughs) That'll be really good. All right. Well, thank you for that. And then finally, we like to leave everyone feeling good and with a little giggle. So I always ask my guests to uh, bring a joke with them. And did you happen to find something? I did. I did. All right. So let's hear your joke. Okay. Doctor says to his patient, your liver results are back. And frankly, they're very surprising considering I only allowed you one glass of wine per week. Patient shrugs. 
do you really think you are the only doctor I'm going to? appropriate for me as well (laughs) (laughs) awesome that's good too fantastic all right so before we wrap up would love to give you the opportunity to share last words of wisdom around the concept of community I would say you know as last thoughts definitely the importance of volunteerism in community that one of the things that I've been able to work with in terms of Ross and a friendly voice is all volunteer driven. And it's so fundamental for community to have volunteerism to make things really happen. So um, if you uh, are so inclined, I think you can make a big difference in so many ways, just by volunteering with an organization that helps, you know, anyone, anything that you think is important in your life, that's what makes community strong is volunteerism. Absolutely. And, and of course, that is community, right? Like being, mm-hmm. being part of an organization that is in line with your values, that's, that's a community in itself, you know, something in common, something that you have in common with uh, the organization and, and totally agree that volunteering fills your heart, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe too, it is a good way to model for our next generation, the importance of volunteering and and making a difference in our community. I know as adults, we want to be modeling that for our next generation so that we nurture that in them and that will be passed down too. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Thank you for taking time out of your uh, busy day to join us and uh, share your wisdom on community and uh, really appreciate getting to know you as well. And I would like to invite you to reach out to me by email if you'd like to have a conversation. I would love to get to know you. And uh, all of my contact information is in the show notes. And of course, Kelly has also her contact information for a friendly voice, because we would love to have more volunteers participate in that program. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. And thank you for having me on Penny Lee. This is wonderful. I hope you had fun. I had lots of fun. It was great. Awesome. That's one thing we have to keep reminding ourselves of, especially as adults, to make sure we incorporate fun every day. And I'm sure with four boys, you have no problem doing that. No, there's no shortage of fun. (laughs) Keeps life interesting, I am sure. All right. Thank you again. Uh, Thank you to all of you and uh, have a great day. Bye for now and happy Friends Friday. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.